The voice of reason. The voice of alarm. The voice of stats. The voice of scouts. The voice of Kool-Aid. The voice of dismay. The voice of Davo. Well, thankfully, the Toronto Blue Jays lost today. That keeps the Royals four games up on their quest for home field throughout the entire AL playoffs. But outside of that, not much good happened at Kauffman Stadium tonight. As it's Davo welcoming you into another edition of your dish on Clubhouse Conversation. The Royals dropped their fourth straight, and they dropped game one of three against the Twins by a score of 6-2. to two. In a game that's pretty easy for me to shrug off and kind of just dust off the shoulder, if you will. We'll, t- we'll take a while here coming up over the next few minutes and also preview the next two games in this series, including Kyle Cy Gibson going against the Royals tomorrow night. Ugh, not him. But let's start with our player of the game tonight. And let's go Lorenzo Kane earning the player of the game tonight for the Royals. Locane, his seventh of the year. Eric Hosmer, if you're wondering, leads all Royals in the player of the game quest with 10. Now, Lorenzo Kane, two for four with a run in this game. And two other Royals had two hits each. Eric Hosmer, Mike Moustakis also did that. You know, there were a couple of small, neat footnotes that happened tonight. Kendrys Morales cracks the 100 RBI plateau for the first time since Billy Butler did that in the KC uniform back in 2012 when Billy had 107 RBIs. And there was, you know, Miguel Almonte threw well in the eighth inning. You know, you can see electric stuff there, 98, sitting at 97, topping at 98, the changeup down at 91. It'll be good when he gets maybe even a couple more miles an hour separation on that changeup as the years go on. So, I mean, that was good. But outside of that, I mean, the Royals offensively tonight were just stymied against Tommy Glavin Malone. He pitched, he looked like Tom Glavin, didn't he? And pitched like Tom Glavin. That's what I kept thinking sitting out there tonight. I mean, the Royals with only one walk in this game, that was Johnny Gomes. And one extra base hit, a double by Paulo Orlando. And that's a a good place to start offensively tonight, the double by Paulo Orlando, because it was the first of two consecutive innings, the seventh and the eighth, when the Royals had a legitimate chance to put some points on the board and get right back in this one. But it wasn't meant to be. That double fizzled and gave the Royals no chance at overcoming 6-2. to two. Let's start you know, that seventh inning from the top. Morales leads off with a solid 2-0 base hit up the middle. Johnny Gomes, the backwards K. Moose singles to center. So you got runners at the corner with one out. Salvador Perez, a nice line drive in the left center field alley that is flagged down by Hicks out there. But that does score Morales, making it 6-2. So you've got a runner at first with two outs. Orlando comes up and just absolutely smokes that ball as he continues to do in the 7th, 8th, and ninth inning this year. It's kind of ridiculous how good Paulo's been with the extra base hits late in games. Smokes the ball. Miguel Almonte warming up out there is kind of looking over. The ball hits off of the bullpen chain link fence. Misses a home run by about 5 feet. And it happens again. Mike Jersley, I hate to bring up his name, but a runner's thrown out of home plate again trying to score. It's at least four I can think of in the last month. That's not good. And there's been a couple of times where the Royals probably should have sent a runner and didn't. I don't hate that one quite as much as some of them because there was two outs. Escobar's not exactly been hitting well. He's on deck. But you know what? That you know, seven outs left at that point. Two guys in scoring position. You cannot afford to have the runner thrown out of home plate. And Moustakas was out uh, fairly easily on that play by Eddie Rosario to Trevor Plouffe to Kurt Suzuki. 
So that ends the threat in the seventh inning. Then in the eighth, you have the leadoff single from Alcides Escobar. Unfortunately, Ben Zobras hits it to the 4-6-3 double play. But then the Royals, you know, get an infield single on a, by the way, great barehanded effort by Trevor Plouffe over there at third place coming in. You know, barehanding that with his the chopper with his, you know, right hand. Nice play. Coming up, throwing, nearly got him. So you have a two-out infield single. Haas gets the base hit off of the pitcher. First and second, two outs. And Morales with an 11-pitch full count at bat with Alex Gordon looming as the tying run and the pinch hitter for Johnny Gomes in the on-deck circle. But Kendrys unfortunately, chops out as Kurt Suzuki throws to Maurer to get the Twins out of that. And that was all that she wrote. The Royals couldn't convert there in the seventh and eighth innings with two guys on base in both frames. And let's give Tommy Malone a lot of credit tonight. That's why, for me, it's easy to kind of dust this game off and just say whatever. Because he was good. I mean, he really was good. He was pitching at the knees, using the corners. I mean, honest to God, I thought Tommy Malone just beat the Royals tonight. Give him credit. Seven innings, two runs, six hits, four Ks, and a walk. Now, pitching-wise for the Royals, also I'm not frustrated. I thought Udana Ventura, command obviously wasn't there tonight. With the five walks, but once again, big strikeout night. He had 11 the last two outings, had eight in five and a third tonight. Unfortunately, gave up four runs on eight hits, a couple of wild pitches that proved to be quite costly for him. Especially one of those runs, basically, you know, Herrera allowed and Herrera to score there off of one of the wild pitches. So, you know, obviously with two wild pitches and five walks, didn't have his top command tonight, but the stuff was there. And what I like is that the secondary pitches... I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say he commanded them tonight, but he has been commanding them his last five, six, seven starts, and they were pretty good for the majority of the night. He didn't get beat too much on secondary pitches tonight. You know, Eduardo Escobar, a couple of big hits on fastballs. Leadoff hitter of the game goes deep on the fastball. I mean, it was mainly the fastball that got him beat tonight. So, And I think the reason we're seeing him have success, we've been talking about it all year, even back in April when he was struggling. I said he's got to get the secondary pitches going. They're sitting dead right on fastballs. You know, it's fastball, 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 breaking ball out of the zone. Fastball, change up way out of the zone. Fastball, fastball, you know what I mean? But now he's able to, especially with two outs, put guys away with off-speed stuff. And there was one time tonight that I really enjoyed. It was a 2-0 count, and I should have written down, darn it. I believe it was the fifth inning, fifth or sixth inning, and I can't even remember the hitter. It might have been, actually, Escobar. 2-0, and it was a change up on a swing and a miss. I just like seeing that from Ventura. The confidence of the guys on base to throw a 2-0 changeup. The secondary pitches have been much better, and that's the difference in him. So that was good to see, you know, the last few starts and even a little bit tonight from Ventura. Now, Calvin, Calvin, I keep saying Calvin. We found out this year he wants to be called Calvin. So Calvin Herrera came in and did clean up the mess pretty well there in the sixth inning. Like I said, allowed a sack fly there, but got the two hitters he faced. Welcome back, Calvin. Been well over a week. What has it been? 10, 11 days since we've seen him throw out there. No, two weeks. August 26th. So nice to see Kelvin out there throwing again. Then Jabba Chamberlain makes his Royals debut. Okay. You know, it's good to have extra arms up here. The Royals haven't been getting great innings from their rotation, as you know, since mid-August. So, you know, you needed him, really. Especially with, you know, guys like Matson tender to the touch. Who knows what Holland's availability is. He's He's gone Chris Young, a.k.a. witness protection over the last 10 days. 
Miguel Almonte, like I mentioned earlier, looked really good. How good was that stuff tonight? And then Lewis Coleman, nice and quick, and at least they were able to save the frontline guys in the Royals' bullpen. So the Royals dropped to 82 and 55. I just tipped my cap tonight to Malone in Minnesota. Some good at bats by the Twins too. I mean, that's a pretty good baseball team. Way better than anybody thought. Anybody, nobody listening to this, if you're honest with yourself, even Twins fans, nobody saw this team competing for a wild card, being a game and a half back with under four weeks to go in the season. And those were nice professional bats tonight by the Twins. They didn't chase too many times out of the zone against Ventura. There was a couple, namely that last out he got in the sixth inning, the final strikeout he got of the game of Rosario. That, I mean, there was that one. But for the most part, the Twins did a nice job of, of spitting on some close pitches. Good at bats, good veteran hitters, and some good, exciting young players for the Twins. So tip of the cap between them and Malone. Now tomorrow, it's Kyle Gibson, Edinson, Volquez. Gibson, 9-9, a 3-8-4. Volquez, 12-7, a 3-5-3. We know Gibson has completely dominated the Royals throughout his career. So, of course, the Royals, when they're going through a tough stretch, have to see both him and Johnny Danks two out of three days, you know, two times in three days. Gibson has faced the Royals four times this year. He's been pretty good. He's 2-2, two and two, but we know records can be deceiving. The 2-8-8 ERA is not. He's throwing good outside of one outing against the Royals. Coming off against the White Sox is Gibson. Six innings, three runs in his last outing. Got to find a way to score some runs. We, we, already, we already found out that Ned will be employing his new lineup of Ben Zobris leading off, Alex Gording hitting second tomorrow night, starting tomorrow night, which I love. Love seeing Escobar down in the nine-hole tonight as well. Ned continues to make the right moves pretty much the entire season. I think I've criticized Yost like twice the whole year on this dish. Do you understand? He's been really good this year. And yes, some of it's the team, obviously. When guys are doing their jobs, the manager always looks better, which is further proof why you you know you read some of these studies that say a good manager or a bad manager might mean a difference of three games a year. Maybe. And I don't believe Ned Yost has cost the Royals a single game this year. And you could say, well, the lineups haven't been great. They've been resting too many guys. Okay, touche. You know, we talked about that the other night. You could make that argument. I wouldn't totally disagree. There's been a game or two where I thought maybe the Royals went a little bit overboard resting guys with four weeks left when you have three games off between that Sunday and the Thursday LDS starting. So touche if you want to make that argument. But for the most part, though, Yost has been really good this year. Proactive with pitchers, getting guys out at the right time. It's just, it's just been nice to see. So, you know, just want to give Ned some credit tonight again. And with that lineup. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. Gibson and Volkis. Toss-up game. Complete toss-up game. Royals do have their bullpen available. I do like the Royals quite a bit in the finale. You've got to get one of these games. I mean, really, you need both of them. With Toronto breathing down your neck, four back, you absolutely cannot get swept in this series. Now, if you lose six in a row and lose the next two, then it's time to be a little bit concerned. Because you're not exactly facing stud pitching in this series. You're going to be seeing a lot better pitching in the playoffs than you are. I mean, Malone was really good tonight, at least name-wise, I'm saying. Name-wise, you're going to be seeing a lot better in the playoffs. I'll give Malone credit tonight. He, he threw like it was a playoff game. Kyle Gibson and Volquez, so a matchup the Royals hopefully can grind out. And then the finale, you've got Mike Pelfrey wrapping up this homestand for the Royals against Chris Medlin. Pelfrey, a 4-1-7. Medlin, a 4-8-8. And Pelfrey's been in a slump. Hasn't gotten six innings in five of his last six starts. Just four innings his last time out versus the Astros. He was battered to the tune of seven runs on eight hits. Pelfrey, though, has been good against the Royals, albeit only two starts this year with a 2-4-5 ERA. First start of the year for Medlin against the Twinkies. Comes off seven runs and 11 hits in five and two-thirds. By far his poorest outing as a member of the Royals. I like KC quite a bit in that last game. But like I said, you absolutely have to get one of these games. Absolutely have to. If you don't, you're probably sitting two or three. Three at the worst. There's no way Toronto doesn't win at least one of the next two. Got to find a way. 
to get at least one of these next two. You don't want Toronto within two games and still have three weeks left in the season. Then you're really getting things a little bit too interesting. And, you know, with that said, though, let's not overlook the Yankees, who won tonight after the Toronto loss. The Yankees now just a half game back. So we shouldn't just only focus on Toronto either. Let's not get in this trap of thinking, oh, no, because I talked to a Royals player on this current Major League roster off the record earlier this week, and he told me, I said, who is the one team you fear the most in the playoffs? He told me the New York Yankees. I think that's the worst matchup, Davo, for us in the playoffs. So there you go. Take it for what it's worth. Maybe we should be careful what we wish for as far as Toronto losing and the Yankees overturning them or overtaking them and vice versa. We'll be back with you again tomorrow night, though, for another edition of Your Dish on Clubhouse Conversation. Be looking for a current interview and a former interview the next couple of days as well. Please tell a friend at Royals Clubhouse on Twitter, Clubhouse Conversation on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, and, of course, here at the site, clubhouseconversation.com. You can comment inside of this, uh, you know, post on the message board, not message board, website. You can email me. Love to hear from you. We'll talk to you again tomorrow on Clubhouse Conversation. Let's get a W. Go Royals.